Hey there, Bannock folks. Bannockdotes podcast is finally becoming a video cast. That's right, something you could watch as well as listen to. Now, if you could, you'd be doing me a huge favor. Stop what you're doing right now and go follow our YouTube channel. You can find that link in our link tree, in our bio, and in our Instagram. That's at Bannockdotes, B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give this episode a like. Leave a comment. Tell us how funny you thought it because there's lots of silly things that happen in it. It's going to be a good time. Now, my guest this week is Dylan Zdrobov. He's a close friend of mine. He wanted to come on the show as soon as I started this podcast, just so that we could tell all the silly stories that we have from working with each other, because we used to work in a, a bong shop together. Uh, now, he doesn't play in any bands, so I don't have any music to feature this week, but regularly, moving forward, our audio version of this podcast will still feature all the music of the guests that I have this week. I just can't feature it on the YouTube version because of copy copyright issues. All right, let's get into it this week. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment. You'd be doing me a huge favor. Let's get into it. Take down all the Christmas shit. Yeah. So I'm dodge that. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Very Didn't nice. put it up. Didn't tear it down. Survived another year. <laughs> Yeah, we keep it up till the 7th because it's like Russian Christmas. Yeah, so. What's it called? Well, it's like the Orthodox, like the Russian Christmas, Ukrainian, like, it's all the same thing. Every country still has their weird own little Christmas. But we don't celebrate, like, the way my dad used to. My dad kept the tradition going because his Russian grandmother, like, they'd have borscht and it was horrible. What's borscht? It's beet soup. A couple of my friends do celebrate Ukrainian Christmas. Yeah. We celebrate Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Is that what you <laughs> like, celebrate? Something like that. Multi-denominal. Yeah, that's what you want to call it. We call it just Russian Christmas. Yeah. Keep it easy. <laughs> okay. Well, here we are. This is the first Banecdotes. You, um, we're on YouTube. This is the video cast now. <laughs> this is exciting. I'm very excited. I've wanted to do this for a while now. Uh, we'll see how many of these go. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to Kyle Fisher, who is... You probably know him as the guitarist of Sinner, but he is working the switchboard. You can't see him right now, but he's doing us a huge favor. Shout out to Kyle. Thank you so much. And then to my left of me, I have Dylan's Droboff. Now, let me give you a bit of an introduction for the show here. Um, you are one of the hardest working uh, artists in this area. Uh, you're definitely uh, like a peer amongst other artists. You certainly... Um, I feel like a lot of people look up to you and even follow you in your footsteps. Uh, you're definitely a good uh, role model in the art community, uh, but you also you're you're a tattoo artist in uh, in Niagara Falls at Artistic Impressions. Shout out to Artistic Impressions. Um, and but not only do you do that, you are the honor. You're an honorary member of Hellbent. That's true. And uh, and uh, because you are the you're the art director behind of all the stuff that we we. Put to put. I think there's like one or two stuff that we put out that yeah. you didn't do, but uh, for the most part, you're like you're the art director. Um, Dylan Zdrobov, give it a round of applause. Hey, thanks hey. for having me, man. Yeah, how, so how, how are things, man? How are you doing? It's been good. Yeah, been good, yeah. So um, Dylan is isn't a uh, musician. Uh, I normally have musicians or promoters or, or photographers on the show, but uh, uh, but he is like I said, you are an honorary <laughs> member of Hellbent, so you're still part of the music community. But um, and you do play music. You, yep. you do you play bass? Play bass. How many years have you been doing that? 
15. <laughs> just don't in, let just, anyone know it. Just in your basement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just doing doing your own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited to have you on the show. This is super exciting. But you and I also worked at a, a bong shop downtown St. Catharines. We won't, we can not say the name. We don't have cool. to say the name. We could, we could say Seedless. We could shout us yep. Seedless because I know Rob is definitely watching this. Shout out to Rob. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so you and I worked at a bong shop together for six years. Was it six, five? It was five years for sure. I don't know if it was six. I've, I was there a long time. You were there. So start, how did you get started there? For just, just for the, how, like, it's an interesting story. Yeah, I started going there when I was about 12, 12 years old and just, you know, the cool shop downtown right so you'd go and then i met the or the manager there his name was mike and yeah we just started talking and then going to shows you know you'd go buy band merch whatever and then a few years down the road when i was in high school i decided to go for co-op and i was supposed to go to a tattoo shop a local one won't say the name and the day of my interview my appendix burst <laughs> your appendix burst <laughs> appendix burst just well, it burst a few days before, but I just thought it was a really bad stomach ache, so I just, you know, hold it out. And then, yeah, I called the doctor, and they basically told me I was an idiot and to go to the hospital. <laughs> I was in surgery within a few hours. And then, yeah, so two weeks later, you know, being in the hospital, I lost that interview, and they were going to stick me in a Walmart. And there's no way in hell I was going <laughs> to be free labor yeah. for Walmart. Not happening. So I just told my buddy Mike I was looking for a co-op. He said yes, and he just wrote his number down on a piece of paper, and I went to school the next day, gave that to my teacher. She just called him, n didn't look into it at all, just this random number on a piece of paper, and then, yeah, she, uh, a few weeks later, drove by, found out it was a bong shop, lost her mind. <laughs> but then, like, at that point, what can you do? Well, they pulled, they dragged me out, <laughs> took me to the office, and was like, we can't have you co-op here. I said, well, too late, you already looked into it. <laughs> They're like, well, we called your dad. My dad came down, and he didn't care at all. He's no. like, well, you guys are idiots. He just took some 16-year-old kid's word for it. He gave you, like, a receipt with a number on it, and he just said, sure. Like, you can get more trouble than we can. So, yeah, he had to sign a few extra papers, and it was good to go. And then how long were you there for? Um, After that, I left a bit to work somewhere else, and then... Yeah, they just needed someone, and I knew everything, so I don't, I don't, I'd have no idea. It was years. Like, I co I started co-oping there around, like, 15, 16. Wow. So, it's crazy. Yeah. So, I think, the, 10 years. I think the last time I saw you in person was uh, our Shrekmas, and I'll, I'll let the listeners know what Shrekmas is. Uh, definitely a few friends know uh, what this is. Um, when we first started working at Rock Universe, anybody who works retail knows that they're, you know, you're... Uh, Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, all that stuff. You don't get to see your family. You're working. Yeah, yeah you're working the till. Um, so this was uh, this was our first Christmas that we were working together. We get pa paired up together. And uh, at the store that we were working at, they had TVs and DVD players that uh, you know, we just had stuff playing throughout the entire day. People would always come in and be like, yo, it's so awesome. You get to watch TV all day. But it wasn't ever like that. It was never like you didn't sit down and watch an episode or something I until mean, covid happened until covid then you then we did yeah um so so uh, christmas is coming around uh, i brought a handful uh, like a stack of dvds uh to the shop christmas dvds to to watch and um I'm going through them. I'm like, oh, I got nightmare before christmas uh, uh like christmas vacation charlie charlie brown 
and then I go, oh, and and Shrek. <laughs> and uh, it turns out that Shrek and Elf have the same uh, spine on the DVD. It's a blue, it's like a baby blue with green writing. And I thought I grabbed Elf. And you and I lost it because we thought it was so funny that I had Shrek that we were like, we're watching Shrek. Who's that guy? <laughs> and uh, do you remember... So, on, for whatever reason, on the DVD that I owned, it just, on the DVD player, just had one out of three. Yeah. I'll be honest, I don't own Shrek. <laughs> but, yeah, the copy you had, it just said one out of three. And it never changed. It never changed. It wasn't changed. like a scene selection where there's only three parts to the whole movie, I guess. Yeah. Nothing. We got a different DVD player, and it still showed up. So I pushed weird. every button on a DVD remote and it never went away and did anything. I never understood what one out of three was. So if you know. <laughs> so if you know, let us know. So that's Shrekmas. So ever since then, uh, you know, we would get each other gifts and then every year we would watch Shrekmas uh, together. So we just watched Chris, uh, Shrekmas and oh, we celebrated Shrekmas in every December. Year? Yeah. Gave you, uh, I gave you, what did I give you again? Oh my God. Uh, grape ape. I got you Boy. a grape ape toy. Which uh, uh, very popular, very popular, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Cuphead cereal, yes, expired. Yeah, a few years, but collectible, very. And then what'd you get me? I got you, oh god, uh, a Simpsons mask, a Ben Cooper Simpsons costume, meant for like four year olds, and that was made before Simpsons was even a show, so that's awesome. I got you something else. I don't you know. got me the toys, uh, the, the the radio dudes. That's right. We're being the radio dudes right now. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. There should be a toy out soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know the camera can't see this, but I, we have a bunch of toys and stuff in front of me right now. And a lot of it actually has to do with – a lot of it was actually just decor in this room already. And then I spread it out on the table and it turned out a lot of it had to do – had was some – like affiliated with you in some way. Um, yes. Supposedly. Yeah, so, and you came in and you asked, what the hell is this brick about? <laughs> so I'll tell you what this brick is. This brick is a brick from... Oh, from Beep. <laughs> from the, the from, bong from shop. The, from the bong shop downtown. This is it, eh? Yeah, this is a brick from actually the building. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You how were would I not have known? How would you not have known? You came in and you were so confused, and I said, we'll save it for the podcast. That's and, amazing. And you were sitting there pondering just as we were getting started why uh, why there was a brick <laughs> on the table. Yeah, this is a brick from the shop we worked at. There we go. Uh, again, was just decor in my living room, and uh, Everyone needs a brick. on the table. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to grab, grab that shoe? Yeah. And talk about the shoe for the listeners and the viewers? So this shoe, I won't give the full story, but this is a Bam Margera shoe that was gifted to me. Um, I grew up and I knew a few uh, skaters that have now made it, and I was gifted this. He uh, he was at an old skate jam somewhere in the States, and yeah, this was it. And I thought, who deserves it more than you? He's like the <laughs> biggest Bam and your wife, big Bam fan and jackass, and yeah, it's uh did some gnarly stuff in this, I assume. What, what's funny great. about the shoe is like you could have just literally given me an old shoe and given me that story for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> found it on my walk here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, yeah, you walked here and you said you saw something weird on the way here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my eyes aren't the best, um, <laughs> and I, I saw this orange like blob on someone's porch, and it there's like snow around it, and ice, and yeah, I, 
Looked like a cat to me. It looked like a cat frozen to the ground, and no, turned out it was a pumpkin. It was a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I was going to go check on this cat, and glad I didn't. Yeah. I just yeah. thought I was stealing their rotting pumpkin <laughs> mid-January. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So let's uh, let's talk a bit about Ontario music. Uh, what are sure. some of your favorite Ontario bands? Um, A lot of them. So I, I grew up, I loved punk music. I just loved punk. My dad showed me the Ramones, and that was that was it. And then I got into a bunch of local stuff, like Keep It Up. Keep It Up was amazing, one of my favorites. Uh, TV Freaks, um, Snake Charmer, Gunnar Hansen, um, Cursed. Cursed was awesome. Um, yeah, there's tons of them. Any, anything along those punk lines. Basically Hamilton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hamilton yeah. had a lot of great punk. And, you know, going to Hammer City and buying records. And, yeah, that, that was my main. Did you ever play any bands? In, in any bands? No, every time I tried to do something happened. <laughs> I was uh, I tried jamming with a, a band called Damage Control, and that that didn't work out. Um, <laughs> I've tried filling in with the band uh, Camper, that didn't work out. We were supposed to play some shows, and you know none of them fell through. And then I was supposed to be an original member in Hellbent. And I just said no. It just never happened. Yeah, I'd rather just sit at the table and draw. Well, actually, (laughs) you became an important part of Hellbent. Like, this is why we call you the honorary member, because although, like, outside of the art that you do for Hellbent, you actually have a very important role for it. Well, had a very important role for Hellbent. And that was... Am I fired? Watch... (laughs) Watch it. Well, no, 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 no. I'll, like it looks like it was watching the store for when I ever went on l- lengthy tours and stuff. Yeah, uh, that was a, a. We needed you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been able to leave other if you. Did. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to serve those customers. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Awesome. Yeah. Oh man, man. So be, because you don't play in any bands, um, we figured we would tell some really funny stories from working at the store together yeah. because we have plenty of stories. Could write a book. Um, we could, yeah, we could write a book. What would that book be called? I don't know. Easy. <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy. That's, <laughs> that's probably one of the best stories. Because Let's start off with it. Not every head shop can say they're in the, the middleman and I guess a kidnapping. <laughs> I'm calling it a kidnapping because he says he borrowed someone. That's not a thing. That's you don't a- borrow a human being. That's kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laying that out. So we had a customer named Easy. Well, that's what he went by. And every time he left the shop, he'd wink and say, take it easy. Two letters. Easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> With a Z. <laughs> <laughs> and one day I was working. I think you were on tour. And he just showed up. And he always showed up alone with like a duffel bag. And like, <laughs> he was a mess, to say the least. And yeah, so he showed up with this kit. He was about like 16, 17. All right, that's kind of weird. You shouldn't be with, <laughs> you shouldn't be with this kid. So he asked. He said, "Hey, do you have a phone?" I'm like, "No." Immediately, no. Didn't even question it. And he says, uh, "I gotta call this kid's mom." And then I was kind of curious. Who's <laughs> the kid? And he says that uh, his mom owed him money, and she had nothing important in the house, so he took the kid. <laughs> It's kidnapping. As simple as that. It's, it's, so I was like, okay. That's the definition of kidnapping. Yeah, and the kid's just like, the kid looked like he could care less. He just, yeah, that's exactly what happened. He was in a cool store. Just, just shrugging, yeah, he's shopping, whatever. And yeah, he, so I said, no, you're not using the phone. Like, if anything, I'm using it. Call the cops. 
But the kid was like, he just wasn't bothered. He's like, oh, it's whatever. You didn't call the cops, though. No, I didn't. I didn't. Because the kid was literally just like, this is, it seemed like this has happened before. So I was like, all right. I let the kid call his mom. And you left her a message. She didn't answer, of course. Would have been too easy. And then you left. And then sure enough, five minutes later, she calls back. Says, is easy there? No. And just left. And all I heard is, God damn it. Hung up. And that was it. And that was it. You were. But I, I did ask the kid multiple times, like, are you, are you, are you okay? Are you Do okay? you need water? You can run right now. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I'll I can stop distract easy. There are several I items. Shine my flashlight. You'll be distracted. It's fine. <laughs> and yeah, he, he was totally fine. Did you also see Easy jump out of a second story building? He said he jumped. It did not look like jumping. It looked <laughs> like he fell from a 20 foot building. Yeah. He, there was a raid. <laughs> So, th- across from the shop, there's these apartment buildings, and they're horrible. The amount of things I had seen happen, like bodies being pulled out, a flare went off one time, flare gun, you know. As case, they do. Yeah, in case of an emergency. Um, and yeah, so there's a raid. His only way out, I guess, was the window. Can't be true. It's got to be a fire escape somewhere. And yeah, he j- says he jumped, totally fell, broke his leg, ran away. <laughs> hobbled hobbled crawled <laughs> and i just was witnessing this whole thing oh man it go down this is great dude <laughs> I, oh, oh you know what you you need to send me this footage because i know you f- have this footage and and uh, i'll definitely include this on uh the podcast yeah but um as you heard that we had a tv set up at the store and uh there was uh there was a uh, a stretch let's call it a summer there was a summer that i brought uh the Super Nintendo yes. <laughs> to, to, to work, <laughs> and uh, I was obsessed with playing Bart's Nightmare. Yeah, is that what it was called? It chose you. You didn't. Cho- <laughs> you didn't choose it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and true to its name, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, it's not a very good game. Uh, <laughs> it's one of those games uh, that was designed uh, like in, in the early nineties. They were so hard, like Lion King. They were yeah. so hard so that you kept... Uh, There's no instructions. You just, just had to keep renting figure them. Figure it out. Because yeah. people couldn't afford to buy those games, so they could only afford to rent them. So if they made them hard enough, they would keep renting those games. That's what kind of game this was, because it was just so stupid. Um, and, and one level particularly got me angry, and uh, I raged. I got really angry. <laughs> You'll see it in the footage. Um, and uh, I broke. I broke our cash desk. Yep. I, I definitely have that footage <laughs> scrolled a long time and it was worth it oh yeah we'll definitely include this in this video yeah i got a lot of good footage from Working there. <laughs> um, let's tell some other funny stories. Is, is there some, didn't you uh, see some have a seizure? Yep. I, yeah, I didn't really know that's what was going down. I remember, so I'll never forget it because it was the day Repentless came out, the last Slayer album. Slayer. And I was like, all right, start my morning. Let's yeah. go. Go to work. First thing I'm putting on. So this lady came in. She was older, like mid 60s. She was buying dime bags. Playing the ten tens, super tiny ones, and so she asked for them, no problem. Put them aside, and she was browsing. And then a few minutes later, <laughs> it looked like she was dancing. That's all I'm gonna say. Her knees were kind of buckling, but she was 
wasn't holding anything. Like, nothing was catching her. And I asked her, you know, you all right? Yeah, yeah, fine, fine, fine. So I'm turning my back and, you know, listening to Slayer. Next minute, I hear a huge crash. And we have these display towers that had bongs and whatever in them, dab rigs. Really expensive. All, basically, all the expensive stuff was in these towers. <laughs> and just dominoes. All of them knocked over. Scared the hell out of me. I turn around, there's this lady having a seizure on the ground. Slayer's blaring. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do, you know. I pulled her, you know, called an ambulance, and sure enough, they came. And, and you apparently, did, you did what you had to do. Sure, yeah, yeah, I tried. <laughs> and then, yeah, I turned out her blood pressure was low, and she was like, I guess she was like collapsing, right. trying not to faint. Yeah, yeah, wasn't Slayer. Nothing broke either. Nothing broke. Crazy. That's nothing. <laughs> The towers were glass. The shelves were glass. And you just thought she was rocking out. Uh, yeah, new Slayer. Hey, new man. Slayer. It was like, there's a, a Slayer. Listen, Slayer's an old band. This is an older lady. Gotta be a fan. Yeah. Well, the first, like, well, the second song is like a, about a prison outbreak with Danny Trio's carving off cops' heads. It's everything you could possibly ask for. <laughs> is that in the video or is it yeah, about Danny Trio? That could be both. Who knows? Oh, shit. Who knows? Oh, fuck. I fucked Great my video, mic up. Though. <laughs> now, um, I would often bring uh, the the Super Nintendo to the store. Yes, and uh, we would often play Donkey Kong. Just playing it this morning. You're playing it this morning. Yeah, we have a love for Donkey Kong. We yeah. have a big love for Donkey Kong. It's um, and we loved their soundtrack too much. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where we would play that. So- we would find like a, a like a piano rendition because you can never find the licensed. <laughs> Uh, stuff on like Apple Music or Spotify. We played it on there, and we we were just playing it in the shop. So like you have to picture you're uh, like walking into a head shop, and uh, all you hear is just like do 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 weird synth and, and then uh, and then Aquatic there's these sounds. two goofy guys who are coming up to you, and we played this game, and I think we played it with other albums, but this is the most fun we had with it. the The game was that you had to. S- in, you had to include the word, you had to include the title of the song that was playing at the moment in whatever sentence you were talking to with the customers. <laughs> so when it comes down to like DK music, you're like, yeah, the Biggie Bomb Bass is the is the greatest. It's the- <laughs> that incense, man, it smells like a, you know, big banana bonanza. Like, yeah. check it out. And a lot yes. of the time, they would just go with it. They're like, yeah, totally. They're like, it does. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Rainy rampage. It's, and it's just beautiful outside. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it never made sense. So good. Okay, I'm going to try to fix my mic. It's fucking up a bit. There's a lot of good times at that shop. We did have great times. Yeah. Super thankful for everything. Maybe not the kidnapping. Could have gone without that. The kidnapping. Yeah. Is there anything else? Okay. Anything else that happened? Um, they had, like, the odd person trying to steal stuff, and, you know. Oh, I, God. I had one guy, you remember those, like, Coke bottles? Yeah. With the stupid little tube on them? Yeah. I had a guy try and stuff one of those down his pants, and he was, like, walking really funny. Like, obviously something was down his pants. And he said he, <laughs> he said it was a beer bottle. He says he came into the store like that. Okay. No. No, no. way, no. <laughs> so, I told him, you know, what's, what is it? It's a beer bottle. And he was so, he was just trying to convince me. Obviously, I'm not buying it. So I just went and locked him in the store. And <laughs> just told him, you know, you're not leaving. What's in your pants? And yeah, it was a bomb. 
<laughs> so just kicked him out. Oh but, like, man. Yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Nothing you couldn't handle. Oh god, did you catch? Oh my god! Here we have an exclusive on anecdotes. Here, come up here. There he so, is. There he is. So Butters, this is my cat. He, you might hear him in occasional podcast episodes meowing in the background, which uh, I've thought about several times introducing the podcast uh, or to um, the audience to my cat, but um, uh, I decided against it. But now here you go. This is his name is Butters, and uh, yeah, you drew a, you drew a drawing of him. Um, I did because he got sick one time, and we we got a really hefty vet bill, and we Hellbent came together and we played a bunch of shows. And uh, you made a bunch of prints for him for that. That was really nice of you. Yeah, it was a fun one. Butters as butters. Butters as butters. Now, this is a question that I typically ask most guests. Um, uh, what is your go-to gas station snack? Well, I like chips. I'm a big chips and candy guy. Chips and candy all day. What so, brand? Chip-wise, I like dill pickle chips. Yeah. Love dill pickle chips. But I hate pickles. Yeah. Yeah, You're not a big pickle guy. Hate them. Not the pickle in the bag. No. No, those are gross. Gross. Not but, a fan. but dill pickle. Dill pickle. Love dill pickle. Is it? Is it? Do you think you just like dill pickle? No. I don't know. <laughs> can't can't figure it out. But I, I also love pop. Pop's a weird thing where I will go, to you know, go to the crappiest corner <laughs> store and see what pop they have. Like, oh, you know, haven't seen this in ten years. Probably shouldn't drink it, but let's grab a few. Yeah. And yeah, you just find out random. You know, uh. What was that one pop? The pizza pizza. Brio. 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 That's one of them. Brio is this drink that pizza pizza would always offer. And when we would order online together uh, at the shop, uh, we were like, what is this Brio? What is this Brio nonsense? And we would include it on our, uh, on our order. And every single time, um, they didn't include it on our order. They're like, we don't have it. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> just gave you a random. It's not pop. good. So, yeah, they gave us like a sprite or something. And then one time we showed up, and it was there was a case of it on the floor outside of the refrigerator, <laughs> and you went, "Can I please get a? Can I please get a can of that?" And I remember the the person behind the counter was. <laughs> It's like, no, no, it's not good. Like, it's, it's not refrigerated. Uh, she she didn't want you to have that. No. Um, I was determined. You kind of were like, uh, no, but I re- I've been looking for, <laughs> been looking for this drink. It. Yeah, and uh, it's not good. Horrible. She was right. Yeah. Was kind of, if you were to um, try and describe that flavor, it's like this caramel brown sugar, but, like, not sweet at all. Yeah, it looks like vinegar it's horrible it's like, like malt vinegar malt vinegar it's the worst pop i've ever had it, yeah it's cooking even, pop yeah i wouldn't even call it a pop it doesn't doesn't deserve it yeah and, and i've never seen it ever since no. brio you know there's somebody out there who goes like i love brio someone's it's, someone's mad at someone's at drinking right now. brio right now <laughs> so uh yeah and if brio if you're if you're listening right now we'd love a sponsor yeah. Oh yeah. Please. Pizza oh, pizza. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Uh if you were in a, the biggest band, uh that like say you were in Metallica. Okay. Say you're in Metallica, you're Lars. Oh, really? Yeah, you're Lars. Alright. You're Lars. Continue. You don't you're not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um you're Lars and but what's um but you're still del- sorry you're still delicate in this case what's in the green room waiting for you you have like an unlimited budget what is some of the wackiest stuff that you would ask for waiting in your green room 
What if I'm Lars? Does that mean I have to be a douche and say no, like, no, the no. worst thing? No, no, no. I'm just saying you're filling the position of Lars. Uh, you have his talent skill, so you're not any better. Okay. <laughs> but, but you're still you're still Dylan. So sure. like you're you're just getting your wacky. Okay, wackiest thing, eh? Hmm. I don't know. It'd probably be something horror really. Cause Kirk Hammett is a huge horror fan. And I feel like he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's the one guy I think in that band I'd want to hang out with. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe some old horror pinball. Something that him and I would, you know, I would want to beat him in That's pinball. it? Just an empty room with a pinball that's machine? That's it. And Kirk Hammett. <laughs> Just the and guy him. that's already him in, in your band? Cor- him in one corner and him in the other. Yeah. That's he's it. already in your Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Honestly, like... You're not that. You're clearly not that extravagant. Mm-mm. You want an empty room with a pinball machine. I'm a simple. I'm a simple man. Yeah, I'm a very simple man. That's why I like to hide. Um, <laughs> Just go to shows. I'm in the corner. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you're a big horror movie fan. Huge horror fan. Huge horror movie, movie fan. Who yes. are some of your? Is like, what are your favorite? Some of your directors. Um, I love George Romero. Yeah. Uh, that was like the first horror movie my dad showed me. It was Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Showed me and my buddy it. And we watched it. It was great. And my buddy was sleeping over. When I woke up, turned out my buddy had to, or my dad had to drive him home at like 3 a.m. because he was too scared. Couldn't, oh. <laughs> couldn't sleep. So, but that was it. That was it. I just loved it. So, George Romero, um, Wes Craven, obviously. Love Nightmare on Elm Street. Huge Freddy fan. But it has to like, I don't know. I like a lot of this, a lot of old slashers that were just no one cares about. Like, you know, Maniac or The Burning. Like, like the- yeah, Maniac, Prowler. <laughs> like, any of those where no big actors, except for George Costanzo was in The Burning. Jason Alexander, you know? Gotta have him. He didn't have hair. He was young. But yeah, I like anything just cheesy. Something that, like, someone put every dollar they own into making this garbage movie. Kind of like the set. Very similar. <laughs> yeah, very similar. And like my house, right? My house is just full of cheap awesome garbage yeah, yeah yeah so if you were a horror movie villain like how would you create your villain like would it be like what what's what is the shtick freddy goes into dreams michael myers doesn't die yeah jason jason's he's got a cool cool last name yeah i don't know like like i said freddy's the best he's gets in your dreams yeah you can't beat that yeah you can you know you can outrun michael myers you can not go camping. That's pretty easy. You know, would to you avoid be, would, Jason. Would you go into their daydreams? <laughs> daydreams. Yeah. You'd, you'd be the daydream killer. Just bug him at work. Yeah. That'd be me. <laughs> yeah. Like, daydreams would be sweet, for sure. That's, that's your stick? That's it. That's your, I, man. Dreaming's the best. Like, because you just have to sleep. There's no there's no getting away from that. You sure. know what I mean? Like, sure. Well, Especially with COVID. Like, what, what's the name? What's What's the killer name? Killer name? What's the movie? What's the franchise? Crimson Dolan. Crimson Dolan. Crimson Dolan. There you go. Yeah. I like that. That's my other account. <laughs> <laughs> it's a name I made up for all my collection stuff. So So I'm wearing I'm wearing a uh, your shirt. Do you yes. remember doing this? I do. I did that for a contest that was draw your own version of Bart. So I made, you know, the zombie Bart. And I didn't even notice until a few years ago that I didn't detail one of his arms what yeah <laughs> one oh of his yeah arms just like this one arm's playing so somehow i drew it uh you know scanned it edited it sent it to the company without noticing 
that forgot to draw. Hey, man, you pop out a lot of art. I do. Yeah. And it was pretty quick. Like, that went on. I was made it in the top, I think it was top 100 or something. Something along those lines. There's so many people. Super cool. Yeah, it was great. Very cool. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about some of your favorite artists. What's your all-time favorite artist? Um, favorite artist. We talking band or we talking like bands? Artists? Band, cool. Probably the Misfits. Misfits yeah. was my favorite. That being said, there's a lot of bad Misfits stuff out there. But yeah, Misfits was just game changing. It was early punk, and it was horror movies, and it was my two favorite things that were just thrown together. And everything, everything was horror related. Like whether it was their record label. You know, their names, like, the stage presence, like, everything was just perfect. Did you see that Danzig put out, like, a, a record of him covering Elvis songs? Yeah, I listened to it. It wasn't very good. <laughs> you didn't see that? Yeah, yes. It wasn't good. Well, I mean, it took him a it, So that almost was supposed to come out for years. Really? Apparently he worked really hard on it. He worked really hard covering these songs, making them sound the exact same as Elvis. <laughs> okay. And I will give him credit, though. He didn't do all the typical Elvis songs. He did some. He did some cool deep cuts. So okay, I, I respect it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just listen to Elvis. Is Danzig the misfit singer for you? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he, he's um. Yeah, he's a total. Asshole. I mean, they're all pieces of shit asshole. now, right? I mean, there's Slim Gra- Pickens. Like Graves, yeah, exactly. Graves was the one that everyone was like, "Oh, he's such a nice guy," and then that changed real quick. Manga guy, yeah. right? Yeah, like so. Hard time said it best, you know. Danzig surprisingly is not the worst, <laughs> the worst misfit singer. And yeah, Jerry Only was just desperate. I yeah, gotta yeah. What are some other favorite artists? Mm, I love recently. I love a band, uh, Amigo the Devil. Amigo the Devil. Yeah. What's that? He's a he's a folk artist, and he just writes about like true crime. He writes from really cool aspects from like. You know, the victim's parents' point of view of them getting revenge. It's weird. Very weird, but super cool. Um, and he's recently... I don't listen to a lot of new, new stuff. I've listened, I feel like I've listened to the same 50 albums for <laughs> 10, 15 years. But yeah, Amigo is great. I love um, Pears. Pears is awesome. You have a patch on the table there. I just noticed that. Yeah, I noticed <laughs> that right before we started. Yeah, they were they're amazing. They took a shit in the shop. That we they did. At. They did. The whole band. A lot of bands would come and crap in our in our bathroom. You could say shit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was it was really weird. It was super weird. Like the venue has one. Like I don't I don't know. But everyone knows that venue bathrooms suck. And like the head shop, our bathroom wasn't good. No. <laughs> the venue one was probably cleaner. <laughs> Most of these posters, uh, maybe not behind me, but there's a couple of them over there. That that one was definitely hanging up in our bathroom. The coop. The coop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, back, yeah. kid. There's a bunch of stuff that was in there, like. Oh yeah, the yeah. One. Yeah, the Hellbent one. Hellbent. You also you got me at Mr. Bill once at yes. a Christmas market. I did. Yeah, I went to that Christmas market in Toronto, and you know, out of 500 vendors, all Christmas stuff, I left with the one non-Christmas item. Yeah, Mr. Bill. I don't even know why I was there, but I had to buy a few because it's amazing. <laughs> Now, working at the tattoo shop, that's yeah. been fairly recent. Like, uh, when did you start there? So I started basically right when COVID happened. Right. So, so like, and I didn't tell anyone. No. I didn't tell anyone because rock, oh, the head shop, 
Headshot. Actually, no. It was Seedless at that time. Yes. Shout out to Seedless. Seedless, <laughs> Seedless Garden. So when COVID happened, we shut down when? Like end of March? Mid-March. Mid-March. So then, yeah, there was a few months off and I was hanging out with my buddies and my one buddy, Spenny, works at Artistics. Shout out to Spenny. Shout out to Spenny. He said, you should come to work with me. You know, got nothing else to do. Just clean the shop, do whatever. And yeah. It was great. I just went and I did both for a long time without telling anyone and tried to make it work. And then, you know, more COVID and lockdowns and it was, it was a pain in the ass, you know? <laughs> so you, you mainly focus on black work, right? That's yeah. Like black work traditional is probably the one thing that, well, that's what I do outside of tattooing. Like that's my main style of art is just like, I either do really cartoon simplistic stuff or i do like pointillism heavy stippling and get really detailed but yeah when it comes to tattooing i love doing traditional i love black work um recently i've been doing more and more color like i'll do if someone wants it i'll do it i know how to it's just you know i like trying to i like just having one color just having black and making 30 different shades of gray and getting all this different detail just from one color you know instead of having like multiple machines all these tools same way I learned to draw. Like, I just had a Sharpie, you know, and you would just learn to get the shades and everything you want to do with one marker. Mm-hmm. You know, couldn't afford all the, the great high-end stuff at Michael's. And yeah, I love I love traditional. So, uh, working at the shop for only a small, I mean, two years is still a pretty decent amount of time. Yeah. What are the weirdest stuff that you've come across? Weirdest images that you've had to draw? Weirdest people? Um, A lot of people. Well, so... Everyone always has a bad tattoo, and then they want to cover it up with something worse. That's just how it goes. Okay. Always. For some reason, they never want anything good or that makes sense. <laughs> like, I had one guy, he had his wife's name and his daughter's name. It's two hearts, and then, like, a banner, and, you know, it was, it was his ex. And he says he wanted a Band-Aid over his ex's name. And he said, we'll keep the daughter for now because I still kind of like her. Oh, God. Right? So, like a Band-Aid. He wants, like, <laughs> this, like, ochre-colored Band-Aid to cover this big black heart. Like, it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, anything? Yeah. A Band-Aid? Like, Have you had to tattoo a dick yet? No. No. You can tattoo a dick on me. All right. <laughs> Let's go after this. We can do that. We can Perfect. do that. Yeah, I haven't. I've tried. Like our You've buddy, tried I've, to been like, this would look better with a dick. Yeah, well, my buddy Craig was getting uh, a tarot card. Oh, we got to talk about Craig. We love Craig. And love Craig. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just, you know, a naked dude and whatever. And, yeah, I just quickly edited, gave him a huge dick. And, yeah, he caught it. <laughs> he caught didn't it. Didn't happen. It was a pretty big dick. It was a big dick. And, yeah, actually, he still hasn't gotten the tattoo. He's supposed to come back. Craig is one of my favorite buddies of yours. Um mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> tell 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 the uh, people a little bit of their his antics, right? He does. He, I don't want to sell him out completely. Sure, yeah, I but, know. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking on how to word this. But uh, uh, I mean, we haven't said his last name, so no one, no one can. But he only owns one pair of pants, right? So, I've only seen him in one. He, <laughs> Craig is. I'm gonna I'm gonna call him a minimalist. He's like. He's a, just a bare bones guy, you know, he's whatever he has, like that's good for him. You know, a couple plates, a couple forks. Like he's that guy. He's one of the best dudes I've ever met. Solid. 
Um, and yeah, him, him and I are, we work on a video game together. Lumen. Lumen and Floop is another one. Floop, is that him? It's coming out soon. Oh my god. It's coming out soon. Floop. I've, I've done my part. So we're, yeah, the coding, there's still, everything's making games is super easy. <laughs> I get asked like multiple times a week, like, so when's Floop coming out? I'm like, I don't know. It's not. It's not. I don't know. Yeah, it's never coming out. <laughs> I want to play Floop. What's the I do too. real, what's the title? It's not just called Floop. Floops, Big House Adventure, or something like that. I <laughs> don't, don't even remember. It's been too long. But you drew the whole thing. You drew all the bad guys, the good guys, the bullets, everything. I drew ninety nine point nine percent of the game. There was a point where I just like game, owned, owned just, it in. Yeah, I just was like, that's enough. I can't draw any more weird objects. So <laughs> Craig drew a few, and Spenny, he drew a few as well. And it's basically a game, but this guy in a green suit that I randomly drew. I didn't try for anything. Let's just say that. I didn't try for one thing. Everything, every enemy was just randomly doodled up. And it's about this character and monsters are taking over his house. And you have to fight the bad guys. And it's great. We got, There is a demo. I, you have a Discord for Buttery Games. That's the, like, company games. that you and your buddy Craig are, like, are. But, like, the, the, yeah, you guys yeah. are working on Floop and Lumen's the other one, right? Lumen, yeah. Lumen's the other one. That's the main project. That's what we started with. And then I basically was like, this is gonna take 10 years i gotta start something else so yeah i just randomly started drawing things for floop and it was gonna be just like a basic shooting game back and forth and then build enemies and worlds and now it's a full game i gotta play it it's awesome i gotta play it it's hilarious it's yeah we gotta figure out a way for me it's not a kid's game it's not a kid's game i'm gonna say (laughs) it looks like a kid's game okay you know what i think uh i think we can end it there Let's do it. Thank you so Perfect. much for being on the show. I really appreciate it uh, for, for, for joining me. Dude, thanks for having me. This is great. I love the setup. And yeah, let's hope that see more of these videos. One. Let's hope this worked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, so uh, where are the social medias that people can catch you at if, uh, if they want to follow you? And if there's anything else you want to give a shout outs to, now would be your time. Yeah. Um, like I have my personal account on Instagram, but I rarely post. It's not. Just follow my art account. That's yep. basically it. If you want to see anything I'm doing band wise, um, tattoo wise, anything, Dylan Zdrobovart, that's my account. How do you spell Zdrobov? Z D R O B O V. There you go. There we go. And yeah, shout out to you and your podcast. It's amazing. Uh, artistic impressions for everything they've given me. Rob. Shout out to Rob. Shout out to Rob. I. Oh my life to that guy. That guy has done so much for me and you. Over me and the both years. of us, yeah. Like forever in debt. Yeah, yeah forever yeah. in debt. Yeah, I still call him my boss, and he hasn't been my boss for years. But yeah, I need, yeah, that's those are my shout outs. For cool. Sure. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank Let's you. Send it. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs>